Okay, with Marie Bryan, Niels Bohr, Larger Than Life is the feature film, played at the Science and Nature Film Festival, a film from Denmark. Niels Bohr was a scientist. He won the Nobel Prize in 1922. And I guess, uh, Marie, this is, uh, this is a film to give, pay tribute to Niels uh, that like the hundred year anniversary of when he won, got to receive the Nobel Prize, I'm assuming. Yes, and also the hundred years for the um, institute that he made, which opened in 21. So it's actually a double hundred year. So what's the institute that he made? He made an institute for the together with the University of Denmark, uh, and it's called Niels Bohr Institute. And uh, that's where they educate scientists here in Denmark. And then there's a lot of, of students from all over the world that goes there. It's quite, it's, and you, you see it in the film. So. so if you're walking down the street in Denmark and you say, uh, Niels Bohr, would, would most people in Denmark know who he is? I'm not sure that all the younger would, but but the, the, a little bit elderly, yeah, that sh they should know uh, who he is. Maybe everybody doesn't know exactly what it was that he did, but but they know the name. And uh, and if you say something about oh uh, the atom bomb or whatever, then something clings. But a lot of people know. But I guess part of the is part of it. The film is to educate people like myself from different countries, or even people the younger generation in your country to cut to make sure that his legacy lives on. I guess right. Yes, and we also did a lot of uh, material for uh, teaching for the schools. So, so they actually use it now already here in in the schools of Denmark um, for the classes from eight to tenth. Oh wow! So it, yeah. So then, so he won the Nobel Prize for the uh, for for helping create the atom. No, no, that was much before. He won a Nobel Prize for finding out how an atom can split. Okay. So he didn't so, create it, but he can that. So he basically, so he can, so he won that. So then he figured that out. Yeah, and that was long before the atom bomb. So you know, without him finding out how and and an atom works we wouldn't probably wouldn't have been able to make the atom bomb or so is so, that a good so thing or a bad right. thing yeah well he was the father of it and we would have found out anyway so but he he was just the first to find out and so but it also like like in a, in a positive light did it kind of like help create kind of like um the, the computer revolution, like it's like the kind of exactly. the, the evolved kind of like human beings in, in general, I guess, right? Yes, it, it helped a lot. Also, the the energy, the so it's 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 just one of the things that you can use it for was the atom bomb, but it it was definitely not that that reason that he did it. You know, he he was a scientist and he was a, he was a really clever one. So. <laughs> um, yeah, he just found out about this. He he thought that you know by that time they didn't have many things to to uh, to work with. So like Einstein and and Niels Bohr, and the, the thinking was the the ma main thing for them. And then they found out how things worked. So um, this this is kind of a timely film because there's the Oppenheimer film, right? Which is about. Yeah. 
like they call him the father of the atomic bomb. So it's kind of an interesting timing when the the film, your film came out. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, We heard about the Oppenheimer film when we were making it and uh, we thought, well, that's... um, that's that's good. It's good for our <laughs> film, and it's probably also good for the Oppenheimer film because I think if you see our film, you can get more out of that film. Yeah, I 100%. haven't seen it yet, but but our edit, editor Carsten Dale he saw it yesterday, and he said he he went there with a couple of of others that helped us make the film, and they all said they were very happy that this, they saw our movie first. Gotcha. Yeah, this is a. I really liked. I really enjoyed this film. It was. It was very educational, but it was very entertaining as as well. So I'm curious about like the process of making this film. So it's a huge project, right? So there's so many ways to go. You got the stock footage. You got the interviews. I'm just curious about like before you started filming. I'm sure you got some money, and then and then did you write a script? Uh, like yeah. kind of like a loose script about how you wanted to put the film together? Yes, we we kind of did, but it's also difficult to do that before we had made all the interviews. So uh, so we had a, I was working actually with the Niels Bohr Institute with some other projects because they, they took me to a meeting already in 2017 because they asked me if I could help them to, to make something at these celebrations. So, so I had had an office there for many years at the Niels Bohr Institute. And, and by being there, doing some other things as well, I found out the way that scientists, their work, how they uh, create things, how they talk together. And, and the feeling of that was really important. So it was a, a bit of a thing finding out how how can we make this movie not just a boring documentary about science but but a movie that can actually touch everybody and that was very important for me and also for Anna so so we um, we talked one of the first thing was that we called all the ladies of the family the the Boer family and we had interviews with them because we know that they remember history the stories about their grandfather and um, the way he was as a as a person so so we had all this we had this feeling about who he was as a man and we had the interviews with scientists and the institute, and then then we found out uh, how everything worked, and and then we started collecting all the the footage and um, things, and then it was a puzzle, and we had music written for it, you know. So it's, we used a lot of time in editing the the film because there's so much material, and we wanted to touch people at the same time as educate them. So the, after your opening, uh, I think his name is Thomas, his grandson, yeah. kind of starts the interview, pro- like starts kind of the film, the, the the kind of the opening up of who this gentleman is. So he's he's also a, a scientist too, right? Like his, his yeah, grandson? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he is. So that's kind of amazing. And he, he, he looks like a scientist. And like, so yeah. I'm sure he's got grandsons. Uh, I'm assuming he's got, he's, he's got grandsons now. So it's interesting that. It's like it's it, the the cycle is turning, I guess, right? 
Yes, it is. There is a there's a some scientists in the family, also the grand grandchildren. Yes, yeah. I actually had in my company. I had a, one of the grand grandchildren's employed, and she was helping me making the full film as well. That was my next question because because I'm assuming you had the family on board. Oh yeah, that film. was yeah yeah we had that from the beginning. That was. We couldn't have made it without them. They were a huge help, and they they lend us a lot of footage that hadn't been seen before, and um, and they let us in. That was why I, I you know, the, the the talks that we had with the family, the grandchildren, um, we couldn't have uh, found out who he was without these talks. So, how did you get them? to trust you like how is that process kind of like you you got the, you want to make the film then how were you how did you con communicate with the family to get them to be on your side well i think i think they just uh, could feel that that um, we wanted to, we didn't want to 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 do a bad thing we we really had had this um, goal of making um a right story not that we couldn't tell about bad things but you know we wanted to it to be something special not not a tv uh, boring documentary made in a rush but something that we actually did use a lot of time um to turn into a nice film and so and and like yeah just it's just the uh, getting getting all that the, the photographs did I mean, did you how did you kind of like approach them about getting the, the photographs of like the childhood and like all these kind of like you said or footage that nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, we well we we as we got all the boxes, big boxes that we picked up from uh, grandchildrens and and we went to the library as well and and the Nilsborg Institute, the archive at, at the Nilsborg. So we we had a huge amount and we got everything scanned and we had uh, one of the grand grandchildren Leah she was actually the one because she had her mother by her side Aranze who was in the film and they helped a lot with you know telling who is who and where is this is from this period and this is from this period and then we also got hold of uh, Gorelik the guy from um, from Russia that is also in the movie and he had some footage also that never never has never been seen before so it was lucky so i love how you put the film together because you're you're always going past the present so you're you're like talking about his institute you're interviewing the people involved like or involved in the institute and then so you're seeing as an audience you're seeing where we are in the present because of him right and then you're yeah. going back to the past so it's like you're building it's like it's a legacy film but thematically you're always in the present so it's it's interesting about like humans where like we we have so much time in our we owe so much time in our life you're a documentarian you know more than anybody and we have so much time in our hands and like like these special people just kind of like through generations and centuries they just their name just stays alive yeah 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 they do well, I'm happy that you have this feeling. We we were as I, as I said in the editing room. We had we had to 
we had to take the best of all the material we have. I didn't, I don't want to say that we threw something away, but, but we had to choose. Yeah. So the film was uh, in the beginning, our, our script was uh, four hours long. And so we had to get a lot out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. it was back and forth and back and forth. And as, as, then we got some new uh, stock photos and we, oh, not, not stock photos, but old films. And then we got, you know, also finding the small pieces that were set and, and, and cutting it down to the essential talk. So, so um, yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And, and so, and so, but you also simplified his, theory right yeah. where we're through the animation through yeah. the black and white uh so the yeah. black and red animation which it went over my head a little bit so just be honest with you but it, but it, it seemed it seemed to make sense <laughs> and but it was like it wasn't it wasn't over, overly complicated to the average viewer i guess right no but that that was also very important for us because uh, when we started up we we didn't know how it you know we we couldn't understand everything yeah. so we had to uh to 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 make a film that uh, didn't make the audience feel really stupid. Yeah. But yeah, you, you succeeded with that. And so when did you like when did you decide like was this in editing? We're like, we gotta do some animation. We gotta we gotta make it we can make we have to make the audience understand with the the circles well, we, and the lines. I think we knew that from the beginning, but Carsten Dale, the editor and visual director, uh him and I, we work very close about uh, getting the film together. Anna, she's a, she's a journalist. She was really good with the words and and, and the the. Um, so so it we we were a team and uh, and we found out well we have to explain this. So so um, we saw a lot of uh, old things with Nils Bohr and we saw this way to to tell about it in another film and we made our own version of it so because we thought that that was good and was it and I'm, like i said you 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 said that it was a, originally a four-hour cut now it's 77 minutes so you you want to make sure that the audience doesn't get overwhelmed by all the people who are talking and you want to kind of simplify that but the students then it then it's it's it can get really boring, you know. Yeah. We were talking about. We could tell for hours about his the first twenty year of his life and his childhood and his uh, or whatever. But you know, then it's too long. You can write. You can read that in a book, but in a film, then you have to make a series. We could have done a, a series yeah. of eight episodes. Yeah, but it's too much. For our film, anyway. So you uh, you you also go talk about his his uh, upbringing, where it seems like he was the state of like he was he was in a family of academics, I guess, right? Yes, yes, definitely, and and a family where they uh, talked to each other and um, where they had the children listen to the um, grown up talks. So he that that's. And that's the way, you know, a lot of scientists says today that the way that he worked 
is the way that that scientists all over the world work, works today because he didn't do it you know einstein he worked alone he didn't yeah. like to share so he was all alone niels bohr he worked he he found out things when he was together with people so so then he took a little of it little of this and he discussed a lot and and in that way he found the the he was a collaborator yeah, he was. And that was also why he was so important at the Manhattan Push Project. Because when he came, I have been told, I don't think we say it that clearly in the film, but when he came to Manhattan, uh, there were lots of scientists working on it. But they worked in uh, different, uh, their own studios. They didn't talk together. So they didn't actually know what the others were doing. So when it's not he like an came, ego or a competition elements to it? No. Well, maybe. Yes, I don't know. But they were there, all of them, for one reason. So they should have worked together, but that was not the way they usually worked. But when he came, he actually went around and talked to all of them. And then he was kind of figuring out how they should do it. And you, there's also photos of him and uh, Einstein. You kind of talk about the relationship with Einstein. You, you brought him up uh, a couple minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, and then... yeah. They were, I think, well, they were friends. But at, again, they were, Einstein was a little bit older than, than Niels Bohr. But mm -hmm. they had um, they had these great discussions. Um, so I think they used each other uh, with great respect. Um, all their life so um, we have a there's a, a great story um, when uh, Einstein he was in Sweden or something and then he came through Denmark and and had arranged to have tea with Niels Bohr and his wife and Niels Bohr he went to collect him with the at the, the small train going past and they forgot to go, get off. So they went to the end of the station and oh, then they had to turn around and go back. So they went back and forth because they were so occupied talking to the, together. So sure. they never got off. They never, well, I guess it's common with the, with the intellectuals, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting that, and that, that this obviously because Einstein is like a universal name, right? Where it's like we all yeah. kind of know who he is, but it's it's uh, the, 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 maybe this is subconscious for you. But what I found interesting is that is that there, you have some photos of like them in the in the lecture halls and the scientists all getting together, and they're all they're all white men, right? So which is obviously common back you know twenty to hundred years ago. But then when yeah. you go in the present time, there's actually females. There's more diversity. In the scientists, right? Like it's it's like I this is something that I I, I found in your film where it's like you, you're seeing the evolution of of science, yeah. right? Where like women are actually allowed to be the sit at the table, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. Of course, now they are. That's good. Yeah, they were there. There were just not that many of them at by that time. But and it was very difficult for them. It was really difficult. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's good that it's. Uh, the other way now one can imagine these brilliant women back in the like what like who did never got an opportunity right no 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 that's uh yeah that's true 
and so you got some uh some like some really cool footage like there uh, the motorcycle like and uh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that was uh you know but that's also when well what we tell you know his working life and his private life they it it was mixed he was a uh, so so when young scientists came to Copenhagen to work at the institute, he took them in like sons, you know, and uh, took them to the summer house. Um, were together with them at Christmas if they were not if they couldn't get home or something like that. So in that way, it was a very open um, house and and home that he had. Yeah. So uh, his wife and him, they were quite important for, for that. There's the interview with the, I think it's the uh, the Russian science historian. Yes. Yeah. Gennady Gorelik. Yeah. Where did you, did you, did you have to go to, where did you do that interview? In Denmark. We brought him okay. to Denmark. You brought him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, we, yeah. No, because I was going. I was wondering, like, well, how how did you get this interview, right? Because yeah. <laughs> no, no, we took him to Denmark. But that was uh, easier than uh, us flying over there. Ten people, yeah. So it, he, he had a he had a nice stay here, and um, that was uh, yeah. He lives in Boston, so. Oh, he lives in Boston. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So he, so then, so, but how long did you spend, spend with them? The, the, how long did you he was here for one week, I think. Oh, you, you, the whole week? Yeah. 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 Then they, he had dinner and he saw some, some of Denmark and that was good. Yeah. So do you also bring up uh, Neil's, like, like uh, his marriage, I guess, right? Yeah, he does. You know, he, he had been studying him in the, Gorelik, he's a, you know, he, he had to flee from, from Russia. You understood that. Yeah. And uh, he, he was actually a scientist himself. But as he was a Jew, he was not allowed to work as a scientist. So he was just told, now you are a historian. So um, tell us some stories about scientists. And that's how he got a hold of this tape. And luckily, uh, we were the ones that, um, that were actually allowed to to show it to the world yeah that's that's amazing yeah yeah like like i said you're also showing like like i said you're showing the evolution where we are now but also like you're, you're talking you're like you, you dabble into politics the the ideology of a lot of these scientists politically yeah. right yeah. where some of them even believed in the russian kind of yeah yeah socialism yeah. kind of doctrine i guess right yeah yeah and it's it, it this with with war in Europe right now, the film also is quite important, I think, because yeah. it tells a lot about Russia and the way they they the country has been for such such a long time. Um, so, I yeah, it's uh, it's important. I think it's uh, we, we it was also because we didn't know that the war was was gone going to come when we started the movie but when we went into the editing room in 22 the war has started and um, and then we knew that we had something special that we really had to um, to do in a special way to tell yeah 100 percent. and then yeah. also also the Nobel prize uh, yeah exactly 
yeah. which was, was like only 20 years old, right? When uh, 1922 it was like it started in 1901, correct? The Nobel yeah. Prize? No, Nobel Prize was in 22. No, but it, it started like he won in 22, but it started in, 20, uh, in 1901, I think, right? Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. So it wasn't like the, the the it wasn't like as big as it was as it is now. Like that's Nobel Prize is kind of like a, a as a word everybody kind of knows that around the world. That that's a big deal. Oh, I think it was quite big then. It was quite as big well. even then too. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. It was, and you know Einstein he got it the same year. He he was supposed to get it the year before, but he couldn't collect it. So because of the the Spanish disease. So, but he was collecting it uh, the same, the same year. So it was quite big. Yeah. So how, like in terms of like uh, pop culture in 1920s, like obviously people, Einstein's known now, but was he known or even Niels, Niels Bohr, were they, were they known by, by people? In, like people know who they were? Yeah. In Denmark, uh, Niels Bohr, he was, uh, <laughs> We also show a little bit in the movie. He was like, like the king and queen, because you know when 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 people came to Denmark, um, important people, um, Queen Elizabeth, um, she wanted to visit our king and queen and Niels Bohr. Yeah. So he was he was uh, really known. Yes. He was very player. important for Denmark by that time. I would could I, I would say he was a rock star. He was yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> not the king or queen. He's because he's actually doing something, not to be down on, on the sovereignty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, he he was really important. Yeah. He's create he's a creator, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the, the stock footage that you got is is kind of a it's it's so it's so amazing. And like it's like putting it all together. So tell me about your uh, your team. So who is your who is your? Uh, I'm assuming you had uh, editing team and uh, sound effects team. Like who is your your team post production? My it's it's uh, Carsten Dale. Uh, he's he was the main uh, editor and um, uh, helping with the visual direction together with me and Anna. She was. Uh, doing a lot in the beginning with the research and writing the manuscript. Um, then we had um, great sound um, uh, crew with us, uh, a guy that we have worked together a lot, both Anna and me. Um, we did another series with, with one of the prints here in Denmark a couple of years ago, and he was also on that one. Then we had the photographer, Lars Grey. He He's known, he makes film all over the world. So he's really, really good as well. Um, then we had um, a musician called Jonas Krau that made all the, the music for it. I'm going to go to a concert with him tonight. Actually, he's he's uh, playing together with, with one of the rock stars here in, here in Denmark. So yeah. Um, so we had you we collected a very special team and we did this film together all of us and that's uh, that's one of my mottos you know we can you can't make films alone you have to be together and and use all the uh, yeah we can do something all of us and we need 
all the different um, things from each. Yeah, and 100%. then we can we can put it together. So because one would assume that this is this is an overwhelming film to make, and even other films that you made in the past, where you have all this footage, you have like this story, and you're you're kind of trying to figure out the thematic and kind of wrap it up, wrap it up, and like it could be overwhelming. Like one, it, like, it was at a, at a time when we started the editing. We were overwhelmed and Carsten called me and he said, Marie, what is it that you want to do with this film? I, you know, it's, I, I, are we going to make a simple documentary or are we going to make a film film? And I said, we're going to make a film film. This is, this is what we have to do. And then we started, you know, collecting and thinking and editing again and again. So was the, did you show it to the family before you you started started sending the festivals? Yes, the family saw it. Uh, well, they didn't see it before the premiere evening here in Denmark. No, okay, because we didn't want uh, them to. No, it's that was our cut. You know, it's uh, we didn't want anyone to to interfere in that way with the way that we did it. I sh we showed it to our. Uh, husbands and wives uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah I was just curious if they if they objected to anything like they didn't want anything no wrong. no they were really really happy they're yeah. happy because they, even yeah. like the, his 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 uh relationship with the Russians has a different kind of connotation to it now or I guess right but they're okay with that oh yeah yeah but you know it's there's there's nothing wrong with with connecting with the people he was doing in the science yeah. uh, name in the name of science not because they were russian or not because maybe he was a uh, some people say that he was a very naive thinking uh, that you know uh, you could share like that but that was the way he thought yeah um, sharing so um so he didn't do it because they were Russian. He he did it because he wanted everyone to have a part in something. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's no. There's a, there's something no obviously noble prize, but there's something noble about about that kind of idea, like his kind of ideology. Where whereas because people like he just wants the he's just the, he's a scientist. He just cares about the science and all the other stuff doesn't really matter, right? Exactly. Yeah, and that's what Anya, the the female scientist we have in the film, he says as well that what is it that we, as a scientist, she says, um, what what is our responsibility? You know, we 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 create this, we find out things, but what it is used for later is that our. Um, is that to be on our shoulder or what? You know, so it's it's a difficult discussion. Yeah, but even the scientists, like they were, they were like, they, was it was it Lando that he got arrested, right? And by the Lando Russia? got arrested, yes, yeah. And he, uh, yeah, because he was doing, has he had like anti-Soviet rhetoric? So they claim no, he was not, no. He was not. He was not doing anti. You know, he was telling about yeah that that maybe it wasn't the right way it was going on, but he still loved Russia. 
No, but that's what he got arrested for. Like he, I'm not saying he did yeah. that, but that's why they 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 thought that he was yeah. he was yeah. dangerous to their to yeah. their ideology. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. They just it was all like the, the, this amazing human being. They're arresting like who's part of them, but they even yeah. they but he it's it's that ego right that that Russian yeah, I can say that Russian ego. They haven't changed. Yeah. <laughs> That but, was how Stalin was. Everybody Stalin, that yeah. was in his way, he removed. Yeah, yeah. But then and, that was like in the in the like in the late '30s, and then of course World War II happens, and then they're there. The Russians are our allies, right? So they're helping us defeat a greater evil, I guess, right? With the Germans, yeah. and then uh, yeah. and then it comes yeah. back. And it comes the war. back. Yeah. After the war, they're like, they go back to <laughs> fighting each other, I guess. They right? go back to fighting, yeah. yeah. The Cold War and all this, yeah. And it, 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 it also, you don't really touch on it too much in your film, but it's also like just the, how much, how damaging that was to science. Like, oh, how, they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it still is. You know, it's, it's still... Now it's also uh, private companies compared to universities and uh, what do science find out? Who owns it? Uh, that's that's a important uh, uh, thing to think about as well because now Microsoft, whatever, uh, big companies that put a lot of money in scientists in science and and then they own the the thing that the scientists find out. Yeah. So it's another way of doing it, but it's it's still the same. Yeah. It's That's a big part countries. of it. Yeah. That's a big part of it. When you're not, when you're basically working for a company, they own your, they own whatever you discover, they own it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, it happens all the time, right? It happens all the time. I don't have the answer what is right or wrong, but it, but it happens all over the world. Yeah. It's smart on their part, but it's kind of evil on their part as well, I guess, right? Yeah, but I, you know, what is the other way is that countries owns it or, yeah. or single persons owns it, but they can't afford doing it by their own. So there's not... There's not a, a the right answer for it. Yeah. It's only um, us human beings being um, good people and, and doing using the scientists' uh, results the right way. Yeah. So, what did you think about? Uh, we send the uh, the North American audience to you in the feedback video. What did you think of what they had to say about your film? It was great. We were very happy, both Anna and me. We we thought that it was. Um, um, Oh, it was really nice because they they talked about different things, and and that's that's what we are, we heard here in Denmark as well from from our audience that you know whatever people find interesting that they can find it in the film because it has so much. So if you're into science, you can find the, mm -hmm. that part. If you're into his private life, you can find that, and so. If you are into the the Soviet thing, the war, whatever, you can also find that that part. So, and and I noticed that um, that that was also some of the the themes that they came. You know, they saw something different. All of them. Yeah. And yeah. That tells you you got to. It's also universal too, right? It's it's it, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, what culture yeah. or background you come from. 
people are going to yeah, be interested like, in the story because it's historical. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a fantastic film and you're very talented. And I know you got, this is your life, your life's work making documentary films. And I, I, I wish the best for this film. I hope it gets out there. I hope everybody gets to see it. And, uh, and you're able to make more, more films. I'm assuming you're working on something else now. I have an idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it's all about like making sure that you're able to keep making movies, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So well, we can, hopefully we can help out in any way because I think everybody should watch this film. I think it's very important. It's like he, he's, he's, he's it's, it's also, like I said, it's about this man, but it's also about the last century, right? The last hundred years of our lives. So. Yeah. And also the future. And yeah. also the future. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, congratulations. Let's hopefully we'll talk again when you make your next film and I wish you the best. Thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hasenbemp Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Give us any chance, we'll take.